Does this show even need an intro anymore? Is YouTube killing us and all that fun stuff? Tune in, because we have a guest, and they might be a wrestler. You're right, winging it was way better. When are we going to get the new intro? We're going to talk about that today, dude. Sweet. It's being worked on right now. Oh, my God. How many topics can we talk about by the time that intro ends? That's my question. A lot. It's really long. And I also like how it crossfades to a point, and then it goes from uh, about 50% opacity to zero in one frame. Hey, there's only so much. That's what I love about it. We're trying. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode, a bowl of delicious dude soup. Today's episode is brought to you by three fine sponsors. Upstart, you can go to upstart.com slash dude, find out how low your upstart rate is. Bespoke, uh, you can go and get a 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com and enter code dude at checkout and mint. You cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash dude. And I do want to mention uh, two, two little bits of housekeeping. What's going on here? Uh, we have a show that we're working on right now called Arizona Circle. It's airing week to week on receipt.com. New episodes are coming out every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern. I don't know if time releases matter for anyone anymore. It's just sort of like it's whenever they get around to it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I mean, it does. Either way, middle does. of the day, wherever you are in the world. Uh, first members can check, check out the new episodes. Uh, an entire week before, uh, Elise put a little note in here. The poor people. Did you put that in there, Elise? He's you, paraphrasing. You wrote plebs. I did. Plebs <laughs> means poor. Uh, so please check out the show. Uh, the The third episode airing uh, this week is Elise's favorite episode. No, it's one of my favorites. Elise's all-time well, favorite show. The It's the fourth episode on first. Yes. It's the third episode if you just want to watch for free on roosterteeth.com. Mm-hmm. So. I'm personally very behind. Uh, we have a guest joining us this week. Uh, also, forever. Hi, uh, <laughs> Lindsay. Jose, you, do you What's count up? as a guest if you can't leave? You're no longer allowed <laughs> I know, to leave. I'm no longer a guest. Had the opportunity to be a guest, but now I'm here. <laughs> I moved over. Uh, our panelists uh, today include... It's like we watch. we asked watch. you to like go on a first date for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah, we eloped. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're turning the show. James Willems, Elise Willems, myself, Adam. But Lindsay... You are uh, you are now working for us full time. Yes, with I us, am. with us, but directly beneath. For, <laughs> for you. Uh, for those who do not know your background, can you tell us a little bit about your adventure to get here so far? Yes. Well, most recently I came over from Couchop. I actually don't, there's so many cameras I don't know where to look at. The, red, the, one the red light. Whichever has oh. a little red light at the, any given I'm time. Colorblind. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not. Um, I. <laughs> I uh, came from Cowchop, so mm-hmm. I was the post-production supervisor there, and I did that since, like, February 17. Basically, as soon as they moved to L.A., I, be- I was working there. Moving back from L.A., because we used to work together, kind of. We worked in the same building at Machinima well, years ago. Oh, I meant since, like, Cowchop moved to L.A. from Colorado. Oh, that's right. I forgot they did that but move. But, yes, yeah. before before Cowchop, I was an editor for Seniors for a year, mm-hmm. you know, the scene Anners, yeah. who's now just lives in like an airstream or something. Love it. And landlord. Bef- yeah. And before that, yeah, I lived in the Bay Area for a year. But then a long time ago, nine years ago, we worked at Machinima Mach- together. Machinima Sports. I remember those days. Wow. What? Didn't, didn't you start on sports? No, I started as like a person who answered the fan <laughs> You've gotten every beat of her I, career wrong. I swear to God. I swear to God. <laughs> you were like, like the first thing up. they put you on was Machinima Sports. I could be wrong. I think I did like a freelance edit for them. But I, I was there to answer like the fan mail to like you guys. Must have been like, an easy job. It was... It was, I was uh, gonna say, would you just sit there <laughs> every single day? You'd see the mailman with his bag full of stuff walking. He's cut, <laughs> is he gonna come up the driveway? No, nope, he passed again. Yeah, and then no you're, fan right, mail well, today. No, no, no. But I, I do remember you. You were in Machinima Realm for and the then, long time. Yes, That's and where you met Brad Realm. and Joel and yeah. all the regulars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Couchop has decided that they are shutting down. Yes, and we were like, we gotta. So we haven't made that decision yeah, yet. Lindsay. So we said, Lindsay. Yeah. Come work in our office and turn all the lights off. (laughs) You guys wanted to know how to shut it down? I can show you. We need need your advice on how to get to the end of this. We call it closer. You're, but you're, the, you you're the you're the YouTube Kevorkian. <laughs> you're like you know. Yeah. You're what, wait, what happened to Seniors Channel, guys? You oh know, it doesn't exist. No, no. <sighs> we brought you in. We brought you in because you are amazing at so many things. But I will say, you are like that cat in nursing homes that can tell when someone's gonna die. <laughs> yeah, your doctor. <laughs> I'm sleep. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, hopefully, I can do a lot of cool stuff with you guys, mm-hmm. and we can keep I'm, it going. I'm kidding. Yeah. You started with us, and like immediately, you were like. 
how can I try to improve on like certain systems well, that exist here? You start with this year, me like this room stinks. <laughs> I'm gonna light a candle, and we're like, it does smell much nicer. <laughs> yeah, so. Lindsay, like she immediately brought nicer things mm-hmm. to our immediate surroundings. It, we're we're always like the cavemen. We're like, what fire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. People walk by our office. And go, it smells so good now. Yeah. How how you do Woman. that? There was Woman. quite a few people who were like, wow, what is that? I'm like a candle. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I was thinking the second day I asked you, I was like, do you think? We should get Christmas tree. Like, I, I was like, after November. And you're like, sure, we can do that. I was like, oh, I used to a long. This is a long time ago. Like, like two rooms ago, I used to have a scented candle. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I didn't know if people liked it. And then Lawrence would yeah. start using my matches for his prayer candles. <laughs> that he just, I don't know, why, they weren't scented. He just lit the prayer candles. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's for Jesus. So then I was like, wow, oh, just got um, this idea. But on the, on the but, topic of trying to do things better, mm-hmm. um, we're asking the question today, is the show you're watching right now or listening to dying? Not the only question we're asking. No, so we're asking about YouTube and their change of service. Yeah. It's a part of a bigger of question. Yeah, there's, a, there's a lot of... It all comes together. But if there was right? ever... A dude soup to watch or listen to. It was this one. But they're not. Oh. That's the problem. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, so just to give you a little uh, preface, a little bit of what we're talking about, um, I just want to say I like being transparent with the audience. Uh, it's one of my favorite things of this job is that I like to be open and talk about sort of like our process and things that we work on because it is an ever-changing landscape. And when you guys notice things, we definitely notice it as well, such as the dude soup numbers haven't been great for a while. It's always coming up and down. Um, but we want to uh, talk with you guys a little bit, uh, sort of the stuff we've been talking about internally about this show. So my first question, this is, I guess, for the group, for everyone who's been working in the YouTube landscape for over a decade, do podcasts have a place on a channel like Funhouse? Uh, I, yes, I would say yes, for reasons that I'm sure we're going to get into, mm-hmm. which are the financial aspect of it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, um, but I'm saying, like, in terms of the content delivery system, yeah, I mean, I've never—it's never occurred to me to say I want to watch a podcast on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I like to have it passively in my pocket while I can do other things. It's—it does seem weird to me, just as a viewer, to think I want to sit and watch people talk about something. Right. I'd love to—I love listening to people talk about something. The friend simulator yeah. has been called. That—that that being said, I think a lot of people, young people and otherwise, do use. Uh, applications in different ways. I think the whole reason YouTube Music is an app that you can download for your phone is because people use devices and services differently. So I do think some people, I think if you look at the views on a dude soup on our Funhouse channel, I wish I knew how many people were having it play passively in their pocket Mm. while not paying attention to it. It would be perfectly happy if they could hit like on YouTube music a button to not show the video to save themselves some data mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. um, but yeah right I mean this isn't it's just talking about the sort of like like Lindsay you've seen our channel you know yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we have a schedule which I'm also not really even I don't I don't know if the audience is even aware of I think like, hardcore people are aware I, I think so but like we don't really post anything where it's like Monday's always a demo disc or it's a, like a gameplay no. ongoing gameplay of a shitty first person shooter and to be fair as of somebody who like would casually watch it I wasn't aware and I'm sure I assume that you guys had one but I wasn't mm-hmm. aware of it so and, I wasn't uh, like oh it's this day and yeah. that day because mm-hmm. YouTube was a reaction to traditional programming and television saying we don't need a schedule we can put up this video whenever we want as yeah. soon as we want and it's funny because it, it keeps swinging a back around in, in either directions. Because I remember like b- being back at Game Trailers, there was a certain point where we did, you know, on our YouTube channel, put up a schedule graphic. And we were like, we all kind of laughed about it because we, were, we thought, well, we're trying to move away from traditional programming. But now we're just looped back into it of like, no, people do want that structure and to know yeah. what their programming is and where it's coming from. Yeah, I think that our hardcore viewer base knows but to your original question of like, is there a place on our channel? It's it's the podcasts are so different than the other content we put up day to day that it is it is a tough question because it's like, what do you do when people are coming to this channel to watch gameplays? Yeah. Um, even even if it know. was, <clears throat> say, the views dropped to a point where it was 50,000, that's still 50,000 people that enjoy a thing. That is a large group of yeah. people. So it's not something to cough at or Plus scoff audio, at. Plus uh, audio, you know. Yeah, there's also yeah, there's the audio side that obviously people don't see the numbers behind all that stuff, which we've been told that the audio uh, audience is growing, which I 
we sort of talked about maybe that's our audience getting older. That's what I think. And they're driving sports cars with yeah. convertible tops. My dad <laughs> listens to this podcast. Yeah. That's my dad. He's older. He's driving his convertible sports mm -hmm. car. He, he just, doesn't actually listen to the podcast, yeah. though, does he? Between, no, he will now, though. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. you're on it? <laughs> yeah. That's another view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Washburn. Uh, <laughs> but uh, going going to that point, uh, the whole idea of the, like, the, the schedule seems to be more for us. So, like, when we upload a video and it would say bonus video, people are like, why does it say bonus video? I don't understand. Because to them, they're like, this is just a thing YouTube recommended to me and mm -hmm. I saw it. Yeah. I don't I don't just watch you. I watch other people and I don't watch you religiously. So, it's like, a lot of that time, I think we get into the weeds of our own stuff and we forget that a lot of the stuff is for us and not the well, audience. Yeah, I mean, it does. It allows us to control the production pipeline here. Because mm -hmm. if it was just, well, a demo disc or whatever goes up whenever... When do you start that edit? How do you know how much time you have until that edit needs to be done? Like that's how a smaller channel can do it. But when you need to have a pipeline, a workflow, you need to have deadlines for yourself. And then once you hit the deadline, there's no reason to just sit on it. You should mm -hmm. then figure out the most logical time to put it up so that way it's not wasted. Which and is something content. you did a lot, yeah. Lindsay, at Cowchop. I yeah. know because you and I talked about how I was using Trello at the time and you are talking about using like Asana, which mm -hmm. is like a yeah. tracking software. Yeah, it's just sort of like task management and like, it's, it's a way to easily visually track like tasks that you need to do and have them linked together and have it like show each part of like the task and like the project that you're working on. Um, you don't have to dish too much, but what was Cowchop's schedule before you came along? Uh, I actually am not too sure because like they were in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And so I, I think it was probably similar. I know they shoot like three days a week. Um, but pretty much they would they would the the three owners or the two owners now would kind of create like what they wanted to do and then they would say here's how we want to shoot things and then unless they had specific priorities of like we want this to go up then i would just kind of like program it out like here's what we have shot and here's who can edit it and here's when it can go up and then after that like we would move stuff around based on like timeliness for games and announcements mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah unless you have sales obligations and sales you know because obviously like we have stuff like google trends sells yeah. once a month so, you know, we're going to put up a Google yeah. Trends uh, every, you know, one Saturday of the month because yeah. we sell that. Yeah. Um, but looking at the landscape of the Funhouse channel, it is 90% comedy videos, quick, digestible content. Um, and then there's this hour-long podcast that gets thrown up once or twice a week, uh, usually twice a week because we have Filmhouse as well. Um, and I always wonder if people go, what the hell is this? And is that hurting the channel in some way where people go... I don't like this roadblock. I don't like this thing that you put it that's so different from the rest of your content. But I yeah. also, it's something that I, I know people enjoy. People it's weird because people stuff. do want the texture of us talking for an hour and shooting the shit or like, you know, all our, our deep personal insights and our, <laughs> our interesting lives. They Tell do, your they want that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's, I've always, said, I've always said that the podcast is for the more hardcore audience. It's yeah. for the people who, give a crap and they want to, they, they don't want to, they want to see us not cracking jokes for 15 minutes straight. You can try to chase headlines, but then sometimes it's like, you just don't have a great headline to chase. Unless we make the news. Yeah. God, we're, well, yeah, we're going to start some YouTube drama. I mean, <laughs> we have experimented with that where, and I think, you know, we've, there have been reactions within the community where it's like, well, we don't really have a headline to chase this week. Is there anything we can manipulate into a headline? And that's where clickbait comes from. Mm -hmm. And then, it, you know, and then it's like, oh, well, they barely touched on that topic, but they made that their thumbnail and stuff. Yeah. And it's because that's yeah. what you're trying to get in on. I think just in terms of without getting too into the weeds about how YouTube works and it's changing every single day. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um, YouTube says that they will reward you for watch time which is the more time spent with your audience watching your videos, mm -hmm. the more they'll reward you uh, with generally revenue, but that more depends on how, you, how many ads you serve in that time. Um, and then also with being recommended more in, in the, within the YouTube algorithm. The interesting thing is that if you look at our analytics, our podcasts blow all the other videos out of the water in terms of watch time. Mm -hmm. because it's 10 times as long or whatever, you know, like I guess five times as long. I've also learned though that watch time, as things always change, um, that is still, that's an antiquated way of thinking now mm -hmm. because really? we, we were, we've been thinking that way for about 10 years. It has now evolved into something even more nebulous, mm -hmm. which is satisfaction. Mm -hmm. Gotcha, yeah. Are people satisfied with a video? Yeah, yeah. Um, and there's all sorts of things that we have no control over knowing. Um, 
and it, it tends to, from my understanding, tends to be more of completion. Have people watched the video in its mm -hmm. entirety? Less, as you can tell from YouTube analytics, anything you do that's over a certain amount of time, the drop there is a huge drop off. And so that could potentially hurt that video. Well, there's also just a, like we were talking about, people having a schedule, whether or not they know what it is or not, they have a routine. Mm -hmm. And if you are the kind of person who, who justifiably is like, I'm not going to sit there. I don't know. I'm going to listen to an hour long podcast. The reason I like Funhouse is because their videos are between 12 and 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And I have that kind of time on the toilet because of the burgers I ate last night, you know, at least. <laughs> um, so I, that one, those types of videos stand out like bent nails from, from a freshly, you know, laid rug. No. Um, and then the problem is once you break that routine for someone, then the idea of, well, I'm totally going to watch this video, but then you miss a day because this is just, they're not going to watch that. Mm -hmm. It cre it does create a crater. We use the term crater internally to describe what it looks like when you... I think when you, YouTube has called us weekly, a crater. For when you <laughs> look at the weekly views, it's like blah, 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 crater. And then it has to creep back up to the weekend, which is where our content resembles, I would say what, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday are what our content is probably best known for what people subscribe for and is like yeah, that's the B and B I would even as include, fighting game community would say. Um, I don't understand. You know, GTA. I would include GTA in that as well. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. So oh, Friday. Yeah. It's, Friday. It's, that's why I was saying Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Well GTA Monday. doesn't go up on Friday. It's just it's a oh. it's a funny system we've created where we go, well, we're gonna take a hit on the podcast on this day, so we gotta get it back up. Unless we chase headlines, which I've never thought is a sustainable way of running anything of chasing headlines mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a hard thing to do i think inside gaming does a great job of it because of the way the gaming news cycle works mm -hmm. and brian and lawrence are fantastic at contextualizing that and mm -hmm. sometimes the views are lower but then when you hit you hit real hard mm -hmm. um and it's it's a little tougher to do with a podcast it, it's tough to do with editorial too though because like mm -hmm. even at game trailers you get into the summer lull in gaming editorial where it's like there's nothing coming out. Mm -hmm. You have your big hit with E3, but then sort of like July and August, August and even September can be kind of wastelands. Mm -hmm. So like. Unless you get like an anthem, which is, oh, thank God. For yeah. <laughs> At Game yeah. Trailers, we would be, we would have, sh you know, regular programming and shows, but then we would also be chasing reviews, be chasing news stories. And like that is such a you know, it's a, it's a bag of marbles sort of strategy to an extent mm -hmm. where like I do much, much prefer the like we have regular programming and we know that we're going to try to build and it's going to be dependable. Like we sort of chase big releases, big game releases a little bit. We try to make uh, them timely and topical. Kind of, but we're also but, we're a slave to our own schedule. Yeah. So, for example, um, we got a review copy of uh, Star Wars Fallen Order. Can't talk about it. Um, Jet Day Fallen Order. No, I'm saying I can't give you any details. I can't give you. I can't give you an opinion. All I can say is, we, yeah. The review, tone of his voice. You this can is, tell how he feels about the game. I, I have some thoughts on it, and I wish we could talk about it, but we can't because the embargo is Friday. And we'll talk about it next week. Well, I mean, we'll talk about it. I mean, we could, but by that time, it's not but really it's relevant. Like, it, the question is, why don't you just put the podcast up on Friday when you can talk about it? Thank you stuff. for asking that, James, because we have question. a schedule that we started over, uh, you know, about five years ago. Oh, yeah, we're coming up with the five-year anniversary of uh, Funhouse. Um, and it is a little thing called a podcast schedule, mm -hmm. uh, which follows a sales schedule. And this is on to my second talking point about why podcasts are important to the Funhouse channel. Actually, a lot of the Brugity network. I just want to jump in and say, one, this isn't a pity party for us. We're not like no. asking for, we're just, like Adam said, it's fun to kind of pull back the curtain and it's something that we've been examining here. So where it's like, in some ways, this is the headline of our office <laughs> right now yeah. that we are just sharing. And then two, it's going to tie into a larger uh, story about YouTube. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, we will get to that after. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the first ad break. But anyway, uh, speaking of ad breaks, uh, yeah, we run ads on this podcast and it is it is a revenue driver for the channel and it it does well for us. And those the the amount of money that we can make off of a podcast is based on its viewership. Um, we were Real, it got really interesting with us when we first started doing podcasts on YouTube. This is back at Machinima, um, the the end of days when we were about to leave. We worked with a company called Midroll, I believe. That was it, Joel. Someone hooked us up with them. Oh, it was Dana. Dana, yeah, Dana hooked us Joel's up. Wife. Joel's wife, yeah. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Joel is Dana's husband. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, they hooked us up, and 
they told us like, yeah, you can you can sell against uh, YouTube views. And we're like, oh, mm-hmm. we could do a podcast on our channel, no problem. We've been wanting to do one. Mm-hmm. Um, and they said, yeah, we can because typically they'd only done audio numbers off of iTunes. And so we tried doing this experiment and they started doing it and it worked out for us. And we're like, oh, cool. This is a, a if a video gets demonetized, we could always fall back on the podcast because it makes money and it's paid for from an outside sponsor. And this is pretty awesome. Um, but as views drop, then the sponsors can pay less. That's usually how it works. Um, so that's sort of the rub where if this show doesn't do as well, it doesn't make as much money. And the, the, my fears always are like, we'll put more ads on it. Like we're at three ads already. Yeah. It's a you little do, rough. You don't want to exhaust the audience that you no. have, which is already a little bit exhausted because you're at 268 of your podcast or whatever. <laughs> I'm so, exhausted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I legitimately enjoy doing the podcast. I think it's great. And I, I love that we have this platform where there's almost no pressure to do this show. It's really easy. Oh, I get to talk with yeah. my friends. It, it takes a few hours to put a doc together and sometimes you have to do some research on it. But then like, it's really cool that you have this thing that then kind of pays for the fun stuff. Because God will, I, I don't know if demo disc is ever going to get sold. <laughs> I don't know if any eye tracker, Rule 34 stuff, the fun things that we really enjoy doing will ever break even. And when those things get demonetized, it's like, well, that hurts us. That's like, that's not that's not good for overall health. That's our own fault in a lot of ways. Yeah. But at the same time, like these are videos I enjoy making and I mm-hmm. enjoy seeing those on our channel. I think they represent us really well. And if that means a podcast pays for those, that's great. I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm so. hosting Dude Soup next week and it's going to be 200. It's gonna be a fun one. What do you mean? Oh, we're at episode two hundred? No, no, no. I mean it's gonna be two hundred, <laughs> like two like times one hundred. <laughs> Thank you, Lindsay. Explain. Like it's gonna be good. <laughs> How good? Like it's I mean, gonna be hype and lit. If one hundred is good, you do the it's math. Be a fun yeah. time. That's all I'm saying. Why are you making me do this one then? You chose to do this yeah. one. That's she's, true. She's in control of her own destiny. But tune she's in next week. Not this garbage <laughs> seventy. Or whatever this am is. I a 70? Am I a 70? <laughs> uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk on that note, but I mean, it, that's sort of peeling the curtain back. We is saw that, your feedback. Yo, yeah, I think, well, it, yeah. I think it is genuinely. Those of you that are watching, is there, is there a world, not that we're going to do this, but is there a world where the podcast lives somewhere else mm-hmm. and then the content and then those that want the podcast can go there and get the podcast that way. But then those that just want Funhouse for what Funhouse, the B&B, as me and the, the FGC the refer, me, the FGC, oh. the FGC and I, well, I am one with the FGC, uh, refer to it as B&B. Um, oh, FG, fighting game community. Okay. I'm keeping up. Uh-huh. B&B? Bed and breakfast. <laughs> That's what I thought it was too. Me too. What is the B? No, don't explain it. It's fine. Um, uh, so, like, is there a world where those two things are separate? The podcast is somewhere else. Yeah. We've looked at other things too, um, and you know, you have stuff like the Joe Rogan Experience, where right. he just takes clips. It's a mm-hmm. digestible bit of his podcast for people that want that experience, and also it makes it more accessible for people who don't. I, I've never listened to an entire Joe Rogan podcast, but I've seen bunch of his clips based off mm-hmm. you know they do way better um so is there is there some sort of hybrid is there something that you in terms of your viewing habits or your listening habits that feels like fits your um uh your what you want more mm-hmm. and then i would just you know i'd say put it down in the comments smash that like hit the bell so you never <laughs> miss <a video. laughs> I, i'm and we we've talked about it here and like that was one of the ideas that we came up with. And like in a perfect world, Filmhouse and Dude Soup would move over to a, a Funhouse podcast channel. And the 100, 200,000 people who want to listen to that stuff would subscribe to that and they would still get that stuff. And then the two, but I know the troubles and tribulations that come with starting a new channel. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to ask people to do more than one click. It's really tough. Um, and we've talked about doing some audio only podcasts. They're doing like, um, what is it? The Good Morning from Hell. Good Morning from Hell, which is a great idea. And, and Face Jam. Yeah. And it's like, maybe if we are doing more audio podcasts in the future, they live on a separate channel because like maybe we're doing too much mm-hmm. and now they can go somewhere else and it makes sense for the people that want it. But it's it's us, but it's not the same content that we would do. And like, um, I guess I can talk about it now because I don't know if we're ever going to release it. But we did that one podcast that um, the narrative one with Jason. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason Zumwalt, a uh, voice actor, a friend of ours. We did a like a spooky 
sort of. It's like a radio play. It's going to be yeah. a serialized it's a narrative podcast. podcast. Yeah, we're working on it. We have essentially a pilot that's just sitting there, and I'm like, I wish I had somewhere to just upload this because I don't know if we're gonna. It's gonna get picked up, and it's it's fun. We're all in it, and we're all playing characters, but it's audio only. It's not meant to be a show. But I'm not in it that much. So. You, you're in it. You're there. So not that much though. Yeah. So it's like you know, there's probably other projects. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So that that was that was just something that I definitely wanted to sort of talk about. And like you said, nothing set in stone. We mm-hmm. talk about this stuff all the time. We're we're gonna have more stuff to talk about in the future of like. What do we do in the channel? YouTube's constantly changing. We're constantly changing. We should be changing with it. Mm-hmm. And um, going back to the the top of this, I always just want to be open with the audience, and I want them to know what we're thinking, and that nothing we really do here is an afterthought. Mm-hmm. We just finally updated the front page of our YouTube channel, and we're not promoting sex swing anymore. I'm sorry. Big After, change. Hey, very heated meetings about this. <laughs> okay, and so you know some feelings were some things were said. And I think everyone kind of like came to it, not happy about it. But you were mad. You were the only one who was mad. I remember I turned over that chair. Yeah. I said, you're going to do what? And I turned it over. And then you, you guys hit were, Lindsay. You are come down. And Lindsay was like, hey, guys. And then I yeah. swatted at her, went crazy, turned it over. No, what? I don't know what it was doing. We were there. a candle on the ground. I don't know what it was doing. There. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, people are like, what do you guys do when you're not just recording the gameplay? So we have conversations about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. The best slash yeah. worst thing that happened here recently is we got a meeting room. Um, and now we're in meetings more because we have a place to meet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll talk more about what we're doing soon after this ad break from Upstart. As most of us have found out the hard way, getting into debt is easy. Getting out is hard, especially if your credit score is not great. Thankfully, now there's Upstart.com, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt. We've all been there and we have had friends or family members, someone who's living by paycheck to paycheck, week to week, And it sucks. No one likes that. Upstart goes beyond the traditional credit score when assessing your credit worthiness. They actually reward you based on your education and job history in the form of smarter interest rates. Upstart believes you're more than just your credit score and they believe in you and they understand that. They make it fast and simple and easy to check your rate in just a few minutes. Best part, once the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. So with over 300,000 people who have used Upstart to pay off the credit cards or meet their financial goals, why not free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt by consolidating everything into one monthly payment with Upstart? See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com dude to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and will not affect your credit. That's upstart.com dude. Uh, so thank you, Upstart, for your sponsorship. All right, so last thing I just want to talk about, uh, just some final words for you. I'm not, final words. Of, of this topic, because then we we'll got a move 200, on. We got a level 200 podcast coming next week. We'll final <laughs> yeah, words. I know. Unless someone's <laughs> Wrap it up. snorting bathwater or whatever. I don't know if we're ever going to get to that level. Um, uh, I think, like, with all of Funhouse and everything else that we do here, it's like, I just want us to make stuff that people enjoy stuff that we enjoy making and that uh at the end of the day i think the goal is to make people laugh and i don't i don't want to do these heavy podcasts where it's like no one's having a good time and everyone's miserable cash rules everything around me (laughs) (laughs) that's why we're doing the podcast you sell out i'm kidding i Um, i enjoy talking with but we're the topics we're going to talk um more about this i believe at the end of the year Mm-hmm. Um, when we celebrate the death of 2019 and dance on its corpse, mm-hmm. um, where we we kind of go into like a lot of the, a lot more of the like, what are we working on? What's gonna what's 2019 gonna look like? I think Lindsay, you coming on board is sort of the I don't know. It's not like we're building a castle and we're gonna unveil it at the end of the year or anything. But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, uh, what? I, I like uh, an example. James and I are we're we're gonna go record a show um, next week in Austin. And it's a fun idea where you haven't really talked about it, but that's the sort of stuff I'm really looking forward to showing off in the new year. So mm-hmm. 2020, it's going to be a good year. I promise. It's 2020 be a- vision for 2020. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's keeping it 200 at 2020 viz. Hey. Yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay and uh, I are hip and cool. I like yeah. the candles. We don't have, like this. Candles and shawls. 
Sandals and shawls. I am, I'm going to that your, like is that your and 1990s detective show about two divorcees, young divorcees yeah. who are part of the same book club and go around solving mysteries. I want to be candles. Yeah. I well, guess they come, I'm shawls. They, I mean, basically what happens is you come into like there's a crime scene and the two of you are walking by. That's strange. What happened at old Fred's house? And then you wander up and as the police photographers are taking photos of the corpse and everything. And they're like, it appears as though we were struck over a head with uh, some sort of heavy device. And then Lindsay goes, Infinity Evergreen. Or whatever, like she knows the scent. Cardamom and Veneva. Yeah, there you go. Well, the only problem with that is that we're too cold to stay at the crime scene for too long. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we have to go. Yeah. yeah. You got to go find the, the local oh. cafe to warm up with a nice tea. Yeah. Decaf. It's mm-hmm. fine. We'll get back to the mystery. We'll get back to it. So any final thoughts from you guys? Anything you want to talk about? Can't wait to Can't see Candles and Shawl. Okay, it's not happening. Can't wait that to see it. it. It's going to be a channel. great show. Just after the podcast channel. Mm-hmm. We, we had uh, we had Ian in today from Smosh. He was hanging out with us. And he was, he made, I thought he was joking, but he was like, check out Smosh L, the Latino uh, Smosh mm-hmm. channel. I was like, I don't know. I they couldn't have, tell if he was joking or not. I didn't know. I, they have so many Smosh channels. So well, like, you were like, Smosh pets. <laughs> Smosh. I didn't say that. It's like Sims games. <laughs> I, I was so, yeah. I, I was like I was like uh, Smosh FM and uh, don't put that yeah. don't put that on me. Smosh okay. Pop, Smosh Music, basically any YouTube category. They should just have a Smosh version channel. Can I be the cop who's like always there on the si- scene for like, candles and shawls? For candles and shawls. <laughs> You're untrusting of them. Well, but I'm by just the, like by the end, you you well, relinquish. I, there's you, gonna be another guy who's like, get them out of here. I'm gonna like, well, hold on, Chief, give them mm. a minute, and then they'll do their thing, and then go off. Okay, so you're in support. Of I'm in support of them, but oh. I also Hobbs but they, they, sometimes they'll confide in me and they're like, hey, can you get us this sample of DNA or whatever from the police station? I'm like, hey, I'm gonna be in my head if I help you. If I help you, candles so and you're the, shawl. You're the B plot because you're sneaking around the station, yeah. but you never get caught well, because yeah. it's a show. There does have to be like a cop or someone that distrusts us because they don't believe we're as young as we say we are. <laughs> Even though it Based is our- off the look of your faces, there's no way you're Even though I got caught the other night. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we are the ages we proclaim to be. But. Uh, so to answer the question, is dude soup dying? Not yet. You did answer it. You prognosticated, and then you answered a question. Good I, for you. I think so. This, I, this no longer counts as clickbait. We fixed it. Okay. We fixed YouTube. If, you, if there's ever someone who's prognosticating, the answer is always no. The general, mm-hmm. if you go, is this the end of Superman? Nope. He's is surviving. YouTube dying now? That's what I was going to get to. So to segue into our really. next story, uh, people are. All, it's. I think it's the time of year. Uh, Christmas. Christmas comes around. Uh, Cyber Monday. Black Friday, YouTube updates something and everyone gets pissed off about it. Give it about three months and I think we'll all forget what has happened and we'll move on. Remember mm-hmm. when YouTube Red pissed people off? No. Exactly. What happened? What was the YouTube Red thing? They announced it and people didn't like it. All right. Well, wait till they see candles and shawls on YouTube Red. <laughs> yeah. YouTube Red doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> oh, Damn no. it. Wait, fact, well, it, it is on YouTube Red. So. In <laughs> fact, it's called YouTube Premium and there is a chance that that might not exist oh. in the near future. What? Do, What's going to happen to my subscription? I, it's, well, you're going to lose your Google Play uh, oh. music because that's becoming YouTube music now. Mm. But based on YouTube's updated terms of service, they, I'll give you some more information on yeah, that. Yeah, so, and what did they change in our terms of service? Because I was getting emails like I feel like, yeah, every... everyone should have gotten something. Any, if you've opened your YouTube app or gone to the webpage, there's been a little pop-up that you just click away because you think it's a pop-up ad. But it says, we've updated our terms. No one no one looks at it, right? Did you not read it, James? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't read, read it, it, but I, I was like... <laughs> James every, doesn't like... get emails, I've noticed. I don't. I honestly do not get there, emails. There was... A whole thing where they're like, you need. There was a company-wide reset. I haven't gotten that, it. I, uh, Omar and I were getting them every day. They were nope. like, you have 15 right. days until your password expires. You have three days. You have two days. Maybe your password wasn't strong enough. So I pride strong. myself on my strong passwords. Oh yeah, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> How many <laughs> exclamation points to use in the place of a one? <laughs> so smart. Uh, what if the A is an at symbol? Mm-hmm. Oh Genius. yeah, I got it right here. Friday. What? <laughs> December 10th. You've only been here for like two days. How do you already have an email? This this story is interesting because it's actually two stories that are completely unrelated, but a lot of people thought were related. They are kind of loosely related. So this actually all started with Markiplier. You may know him as a YouTube channel that is about 20 times as big as us. Actually, no, 10 times. No, we're not at 2 million yet. Is his last name Applier? Mm -hmm. 
Oh. Mark, middle name A, <laughs> last oh. name Plyer. Oh, okay. Now I get it. I actually don't know his last name. Uh, so he uh, released a video where he was upset. Um, he put out a video called YouTube Has a Huge Problem. This released on November 8th. After a live stream, he was asking his community to vote by spamming emotes that were for his channel. YouTube, uh, YouTube, YouTube then banned a number of those users, and some people claimed to have their entire Google or Gmail accounts banned. Um, just for the sake of uh, transparency, Transparency, I don't know. Just uh, in terms of trying to do the journalistic work, these were screenshots in the video that he posted. So those are people sending them. I I always have to take things at a 50-50 grain of salt sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Imagine getting banned around this time and be like, me too. <laughs> I got banned, but it's unrelated because yeah. you're, you're posting pictures of your dick. Um, okay. Regardless, uh, Mark wanted uh, to signal boost uh, this situation to his community uh, while he said he would deal with YouTube on his end because he was mad. Uh, Then there was an update on November 11th. YouTube reached out to Markiplier. The head of content, Susan Daniels, a software engineer, uh, oh, sorry, the head of content reached out to him, said, I'm going to take care of this. And then a software engineer from YouTube issued an update on Reddit uh, that the banned accounts should have all been reinstated. Uh, His account, funnyman3595, went into detail that the ban came because of an anti-spam measure. He wanted to say that they, quote, fucked up. So they admitted fault. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a little side note here. Um, I've been saying this for a long time. YouTube's algorithm, YouTube software, everything is unfinished. Um, YouTube will never say that because they are creating a system that they must say is perfect. Otherwise, people will not buy into the platform. It is a platform that needs to make money. They need to sell ads on. The algorithm is ever-changing. The software is ever-changing, and it will never be done. Um, so with that in, you know, that in mind... Their algorithm was probably working as intended when it banned the users. It's using anti-spam. So something to always remember, we are beta testers forever in this little ecosystem, and that's why these things happen. People were probably using the system in a way it was not intended, and that's why it it basically had a false positive. Mm. Um, So this whole thing's been taken care of. Everyone's fine. Sorry. Oh, cool. Anyway. (laughs) So So people were wondering, (laughs) is this related to YouTube's new terms of service? No. Okay. (laughs) yeah. What is the, the new terms of service being? The new terms of service came out around the, this time. For all, I mean, for them, because yeah. I got it. I clearly got it, and yeah. I read it, but for them. Mm-hmm. So YouTube is updating terms of service as of November 10th. Uh, and the, the big quote everyone pulled out was, YouTube is under no obligation to host or serve content. That's one of the things they added, which in conjunction with the Markiplier story, people were sort of freaking out. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So they're just getting authoritarian now and just... Banning. It's like he's on the show with us. Look at him. Mm-hmm. It's like he's here. Okay for now. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube then clarified, said, we're not changing the way our products work, how we collect or process data or any of your settings. Someone had say, once again, this is YouTube putting something out and then having to clarify it. Um, but the terms of service do read as YouTube's YouTube may terminate your, uh, sorry, I'll read this again. YouTube may terminate or I can't fucking read it. I'm sorry. YouTube may terminate your access or your Google accounts access to all or part of the service if YouTube believes in its sole discretion that provision of the service to you is no longer commercially viable. So some creators basically took this saying YouTube can cancel your account if you're not making enough money for them. That was the sort of uh, the sky is falling response. Mm. Um, But then YouTube actually responded to that uh, and said the section of our terms that you're referring to is not about terminating an account. If it's not making enough money, it's about discontinuing certain YouTube features or parts of the service, e.g. removing outdated low usage features. This is, this does not impact anyone in new ways. So this is this is sort of what was making headlines this entire week was YouTube's getting crazy. They're doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. When in fact, this has been in their terms of service since 2018. Mm-hmm. People just want it, just basically cherry pick this one part and started to freak out that, oh my God, if my channel's not monetizing enough, I will be wiped from the face of the planet. Not so much. It's more of like if YouTube deems YouTube premium or red, which is no longer red, it's not making enough money, they can just take it away and you can't do anything. Mm. You cannot class action lawsuit against YouTube. Mm -hmm. That essentially seems to be what it means. Yeah. Well, because what happens is you have uh, a company start, the way these things explode, YouTube, and compared to say the lifespan of a modern business, is nothing. It's a nothing. It came out of nowhere, and now it's bigger than God. <laughs> and there's no way to accommodate that kind of growth. What probably happened, <laughs> the two dudes who made it spoke to a lawyer who they could afford at the time who said, "Write that you should write this stuff in it. 
which is the skill set of that lawyer. Then the company grew, outgrew that. They changed the terms of service again. They're like, well, we can afford a better lawyer this time. And you do this thing where you're constantly cycling through this legal system, which, by the way, is not black and white. Mm -hmm. The law just never is. Um, and it's very subjective in a lot of cases. So every single time a new lawyer comes around, they'll read it. They're the only person to read it. And they're like, you should have something in here that explains this. Mm-hmm. And then so then they change something and then everything, everyone thinks it's a major change, but it's just now it's just a new coating of paint on the rotting walls, you know, <laughs> like, so. Yeah, it's mostly to cover their asses. Yeah. Um, because, right, someone looked at it and went, ooh, you should so, change this so one thing. Fear- but people, people read it. People thought that in conjunction with what happened to Markiplier, that this was YouTube taking action in response to the people being banned, or they thought that they were they thought that they were not commercially viable users and thus were being removed. Well, you can see in Markiplier's video in his second one, he was uh saying like he was a little worried that YouTube was calling him and that like he's like, oh my God, they're going to cancel my show. They're going to shut my channel down. It's sort of like, mm. at, least, at least he still, I guess, has yeah. a, a humble mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't yeah. think he's immortal, which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when in, in the YouTube world, he probably is immortal and probably mm-hmm. will never be touched. In fact, like YouTube will probably bend to his will more yeah. than he thinks. Yeah. Um, but like I said, these are two stories that hit around the same time and people thought they were related mm. and when in fact they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sort of this worry that YouTube's getting authoritarian. Mm-hmm. They're going if you spam an emote, you will be banned. Your entire account will be banned. Mm-hmm. That was a, a false positive. And then they put up these terms of service. It it was just really bad timing on YouTube's part. Mm-hmm. And then on top of all that, dude, soup's just not hitting the numbers that he's like. <laughs> <laughs> And so we needed someone to blame, and so we blamed YouTube. I'm still blown away for as long as we've been doing this. That and this is this is the same for game devs too. When they're like, we made a game, and it, you, it's two players cooperatively, but it pairs you with someone online, and it's a minecart, and the game is one player pushes down, and the other pulls up, and then you can go as far as you want to in the minecart, and the game is out, and three hours later, someone's drawn a dick with minecarts, and no one plays together, and they're just shouting the N-word over and over again. And they're like, how did this happen? And I'm like, yeah. how did you think that they were going to play the minecart game? Right. You gave them access to this. YouTube, it still feels like in these situations, could be so naive. Like, like oh, how did you misinterpret that? It's like, mm-hmm. well, we're human beings. Like, yeah. it's pretty obvious how that could yeah. be misinterpreted. And also, like, creators are trying to find, like, they're not... Just like okay, well, these are the 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 rules of content that we that exist, and we're gonna keep creating content to them. No, they're like we need to think outside the box and keep trying to have new and interesting ways to interact with this platform. So of course, Markiplier is gonna be like, well, what's that new and interesting thing? Oh, it's to actually like interact with my chat and have them make decisions. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not a, I mean. Maybe there's a different tool that YouTube has that would be better for him to do that, but he was like spam the chat. <laughs> I mean, it worked. It worked but, for what he was trying yeah, to do. Yeah. So like, it, I think that. They're like, okay, like they like you're saying how YouTube is this living and breathing platform that's always changing and evolving. YouTube can't just be like, okay, there it is, and then you know wipe their hands and and say like this is it because creators are creators are just trying to like push the boundaries of it and mm-hmm. figure out new stuff they can do to keep people interested and attracted. So it's this weird thing where they're just gonna be chasing that, and then creators are chasing with I don't know. It's a, it's a snake yeah. in its tail. The 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 weird thing for me about YouTube is always how you know they're like one number one we want me to be true to your own voice because that's what we're trying to share we're trying to share users being true to their own voice you love hot dogs make a channel about how much you love hot dogs hot cha cha and that is what your audience will love you will make two dollars and fifty cents a month (laughs) off revenue um, because we're going to flag those hot dogs as looking like penises <laughs> and demonetize everything. Because, oh, yeah. but hey, that's just how the system works. But you, hey, and then you and then you go, well, should I should I do something else? And they're like, no, 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 hot dogs, hot dogs are your thing. <laughs> that's you, you know. And it's it's always this like weird balancing act, like how they could not have. They're like, how could we have known that someone would have fifteen million subscribers and ask them to be interactive with our interactive platform. Like, how could we have known? It's like, you're building it. You have all these tools. Mm. Well, we have have more to talk about that. But first, I do a quick little mention from our sponsors, Bespoke. This fall, start a new monthly routine that'll upgrade your life and style with Box of Awesome from Bespoke Post. 
Bespoke Post sends guys only the best stuff every month. So whether you're looking to craft your own hard cider, toast a perfectly aged fall cocktail, Box of Awesome has you covered. From style and grooming goods to barware, cooking tools, and outdoor gear, Box of Awesome has carefully built collections for every part of your life. I've talked about this before, but personally, I'm a big fan of the Weekender and the Speakeasy. It's classy, a little manly, yeah, get you to grow a mustache. Uh, just pretty much the way I think I am uh, until I look into a mirror and I see that maybe maybe it needs a trim. We'll, we'll see. So to get started, take the quiz at boxofawesome.com. Your answers will help them pick the right Box of Awesome for you. They release new boxes every month across a ton of different categories. It's free to sign up and you can skip a month or cancel anytime. Each box only costs $45, but has over $70 worth of gear inside. So to get 20% off your first monthly box when you sign up at boxofawesome.com, enter code DUDE at checkout. That's boxofawesome.com, code DUDE for 20% off your first box. So thank you, Bespoke, for sponsoring this podcast. Uh, someone did say something at the uh, at the response of this whole thing. This was a Reddit user named Ansley said, uh, their new terms of service is vague enough so that they can spin it however they want like they already do with their current community guidelines, which mm-hmm. when you're a giant business like that, makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it bears it bears repeating. We've said it once before, and I know we get we get flack for it sometimes, but like it's not a utility provided by the government for people. It's not it's not a service. It is a private company that made something. Can you imagine if it was run by the government though? I mean, yeah. Like I'm not a, saying it's gonna be any better. I'm just saying No, no, no. I'm saying what a, a government version, yeah. like the DMV version of YouTube would look like. Oh. Like it would be like Meta Cafe from 2001. I, I would get to watch 20 videos a month. Is there a, is there a, there may be More some videos. sort of Chinese equivalent that is government funded or whatever. YouTube. It's P-O-O-H-T. <laughs> um, no, probably not. Yeah. Oh. Um, mm. That is, that is sort of the trade off where you're like, people are like, I, we've talked about this so many times mm-hmm. where we're like, we, we use so many things like, I don't know, like what's, what's the music service to use, Lindsay? Like, Spotify. Yeah. And could you imagine a world without Spotify? Like, uh, no, I mean, I like, I can, I like my Spotify a whole lot, but mm-hmm. I mean, I lived in a world without Spotify. So. Yeah. Well, at least you appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Like there, I think we're so used to just how simple things are now. And so yeah. when it doesn't work, we're just like, well, they should yeah. fix it. And it's ah! like, yeah, they, they are under no obligation to fix these things or make them better. And we still yell and complain as if it is a utility that we are, yeah. it is a, like, like as if it's a right. Yeah, as a citizen, my internet should be fast. I'm like, well, no. I should have the right. Yeah, we're a business, and we can to choose to make it crappy or not. Yeah. Well, hold on. I believe the internet should be free access to the internet, baby. <laughs> oh, I I do believe that too. But at this no, moment yeah, in time, you still that, have to yeah, go yeah. through telecoms. You can't. You can't. Yeah. You can't go to say that your civil liberties were infringed upon because you couldn't access you know, Pornhub mm-hmm. on a Friday night. And yeah. It's like it was perfect. I I know in in 1984 in the book it's. It is sort of, you know, like one thing I, it's not so much believable in this world anymore, but like whenever Winston was doing work and he'd, he'd like sigh and go, oh, and they go, get back to work. Yeah. Like, who's the person on the other yeah. side mm-hmm. staring at him and monitoring? Like, okay. Like, then shouldn't there be someone watching that it? person? Yeah. 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 This yeah. is the whole concept the, of, yeah. of paranoia and voyeurism. Yeah. But instead I, of, instead of that version, we get we're like, oh, we're just going to sell your data and we're going <laughs> to offer you sweaters that you yeah. know you want to buy. Uh, YouTube is ubiquitous, though. That's, that's that's it's it's strength and it's our weakness to it because we're we are servants to it now because it's like it's the top dog video platform. There's no contender that really except for China, because like, I mean, <laughs> except for China. But, you know, there's there's no one there's no point where we all get we're like oh we're fed up with youtube let's let's mass migrate to this other platform like no but mm-hmm. youtube is the is the game in town and it, it is a situation where like the the you know the new terms of service are, are saying that they they will potentially um you know kill accounts that are not financially profitable which is not what they said it's not what they said that's just how it was interpreted how it was interpreted yeah. but uh like something like that is really scary because the service, you know, if, if it ever did get to that, YouTube essentially started as like YouTube. Anybody could yeah. be on it. And that was the beauty of the platform. Mm-hmm. Stuff like I feel like stuff like YouTube Red Premium, it kind of like was YouTube's first effort of saying like, well, 
it's not completely YouTube. It's it's like a little like it's a little more inclusive in in ways well, that a, a paid premium. It, but it was their way of saying, turns out uh, L'Oreal doesn't give a shit about your hot dogs, yeah, or or what you want to do, and what they do really like sponsoring is things that they already know and recognize, which is television. Yeah. So so like the the I think the initial sentiment of the platform has evolved and changed a little bit. Yeah. From the like anyone the, the lesson I learned was you can never give it away for free first like I don't so like you can launch with a paid service so like uh, Apple TV Disney plus these things Netflix if you do a free version first and then you try to charge afterwards it, you people do not do, are not very receptive to that mm -hmm. as I've, I've learned in this the world of SVOD that we're in now mm -hmm. the funny thing is though the only way that did work um, ultimately it, it wasn't really free but uh, television. Well, was Hulu free? At the very, uh, at its very origins. Yes, I, you, have ask, you have to ask someone who Spotify used free. It. I did. I, I had Hulu. There's a free version, but there was always start. Yeah. Spotify, but it yeah, launched sure. with premium, right? Uh, actually, I don't, I don't recall. But I mean, like, once you switch to premium, like, yeah. no going back. Hulu, when no it started, way. was free, but it had ads. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah, so that was yeah. like one of the things, and it was like. I feel like even before YouTube had figured out ads, it was like, okay, mm -hmm. you could, but it was like this, we're just saving you the step of going to NBC.com and trying to find the clip of yeah. whatever, yeah. Uh, Jay Leno. Like it was like, we're just, gonna, we're just gonna embed it in this other site. So it did have ads, oh. but then they, but then you had to pay for it if you wanted to use it on certain devices. Yeah, so like if you, like want if the full you, if you wanted it oh, outside yeah, of yeah, a yeah. browser <laughs> or you want, or you want to watch it you on a mobile device. You want to be in your old timey car watching Jay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or a Roku or something like that. There are different devices. And then from there they were like, all right, now you could pay even more than that. If you mm -hmm. wanted to have that without ads. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it is just sort of funny. So like, um, there's a few different subreddits I go onto. There's like the Android one. Um, there's like the Samsung galaxy one like that. And people are saying like, one, I saw one guy do a post and he said, um, why I, I can't, I, uh, my YouTube app or YouTube doesn't go full screen when I use it. What's wrong with it? And people are like, use, use the app. Like he's just using Chrome or mm. web, web browser he goes, well, no, then my ad block won't work. And then there's a bunch of people in there being like, use this program instead. This is how you block ads. Block ads. Like that is probably YouTube's biggest problem right now is people using ad blocker mm -hmm. because that, wow. that is sort of the mindset that like, this is. This is a utility. Why are you putting a bunch of ads on it? I just want to watch a video, but that costs Google or Alphabet, whatever you want to call the company. That costs them money. But more often, the response I've seen is people are like, "Well, fuck them. Like, like I, I don't want a bunch of spam in my videos." Which mm -hmm. is, I don't blame them. I don't like a bunch of commercials either. But the going down the YouTube Premium route made more sense for me. Also, it came with Google Play Music, which used to mm -hmm. be good, and now it's garbage. So mm -hmm. I miss Big it. Booms. What's that? Big booms here. No, I'm, there's no big booms. Big just, booms. People don't like ads. I totally get that. But I also understand no, I that the Google Play Music ad. Oh, boom. you boomed them. That's not a boom. They should support it. It's a great. It's it used to be a great service, and Ooh. now they're like YouTube Music's the future. And I don't know. Google is does I hate this. Spotify. Mm -hmm. I switched to Spotify actually. I switched to it. It's great for another service. I'm on a hell no. I'm on a family plan. I'm on somebody else's family plan. You just got Apple plan. Plus. We know Apple Plus. I'm sorry, uh, Disney Plus. It's all pluses. <laughs> sorry. Oh yeah, Disney Plus though. I said I'm not switching services. I'm not going to pay. I'm not going to pay for a garbage version of Google Music, and then also pay for Spotify. That's what I'm saying. So you're going to cancel your YouTube Premium. Well, but the thing is, YouTube Premium includes Google, Google Music. Mm -hmm. Except they're going to kill that. Yeah, but then you have YouTube Music, which is this now the same thing. It's not. I use it. It's fine. I don't like it. The only thing it's missing is a widget. You can watch a video. You're like, I wonder what Rihanna did during this part of the song. You press a button, you go, oh, danced, and then you just go back. Look, did you like The Mandalorian or not? Didn't watch it. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Two episodes of The Simpsons. <laughs> uh, well, we're winding down here in the old podcast, but before we get to the end, let me remind our fine listeners and viewers that this episode is brought to you by Mint. Mobile. Imagine a holiday season where you get to escape the long lines, crowded parking lots, and pushy salespeople. Sounds pretty nice, right? Yeah, it does. Well, that's exactly how every day can be with Mint Mobile. This year, skip the lines and skip the hassle when you shop with Mint Mobile, the online wireless provider that delivers unbelievable savings directly to you. For a limited time, Mint Mobile is offering the best deal in wireless. Save up to 40% on their three-month phone plan starting at 15 bucks a month. Uh, I do want to let you know that this is a limited time offer, 
to get 40% off. Uh, it's uh, it's pretty, pretty good, pretty worth looking into. So Mint Mobile's reimagined wireless, making it easy and online only, which means they can pass significant savings directly to you, the mobile customer. Think about all the stuff you could buy with the thousands of dollars you'll save, and it's all without sacrificing quality. You can also, of course, use your own phone, keep your number, and all your existing contacts, plus choose between plans with 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. And every one of those plans comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com dude. That's mintmobile.com dude. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month and get free shipping on your Mint Mobile plan at mintmobile.com dude. Thank you, Mint, for your sponsorship. Lindsay, yes. you've been awfully quiet this episode. Well, I'm just listening. I'm very, I'm a listener. I know. Mm. And I, I get it. We're intimidating. We're all so large. They talk a, uh, quite a bit, too. And I don't mean to do that. And I want the audience to get to know you because you're going to be here for a long time. <laughs> Probably well, longer than any of us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so oh. I uh, I was going to read some questions, but um, I couldn't log into the I saw you struggling website. with that a little bit, but, <laughs> it, you know. It, there is a weird glitch. Uh, That's why I, I wasn't saying anything because I was just yeah, like it's, stressed out about what was the, going on. The Rusty's website always logs me out. Um, yeah, it doesn't keep me logged in and then it doesn't, I don't know, the, the, there's some, it saves an old password or something. So now it's like, you can try in 15 minutes. So I was going to read, I was going to ask the audience, Hey, what do you want to ask Lindsay? But I have questions for you. Okay. okay. What is start the clock? Oh yeah. 60 seconds. Boop. So I figured Boop. I didn't, I, I, I didn't want to put you guys on the spot, but yeah. I figured each one of us can ask Lindsay a question. I'll okay, go first. Okay. <laughs> what? Would you? What needs to be changed in in this office? Having worked here for two weeks, what what do we need to change? That's what? A big question. I feel like we can't yeah, see the forest for yeah. the trees, though. We're just. Who do you so like best? In, no. <sighs> what What do we need to change here to make this a, a better office environment? <laughs> I truly want to know. <laughs> 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 Why is it Why not? And it can't be candles. The chairs need more fabric <laughs> draped behind them in case I need. I don't. What do I need? What does need to be changed? That's yeah. not my, like. Do we need like a? Do we need like some new you know wall color? Does do we need like um, a, a candy bar? What do we like a big? No, um, I already felt like uh, all last week. I was like, I went home on Friday. And I'm like, did I like complain too much? Did I? Because I'll usually yeah. think something and I'll just say it and be like, haha. And it's like I'm saying it and just kind of make fun of something, but it's also then I'm like, very, did that come off like? We're very serious here. Yeah, I'm like, did I? Am I like complaining too much about my chair is uncomfortable, my headphones don't fit, I want a standing desk, and I've <laughs> fixed all those things, but uh, and then I'm like, we should get twinkle lights. We, you know, but Christmas. Nice. Yeah. I, I mean, like, yeah, I want things to be improvements, well, but I don't want it to be like God, this little bit is high maintenance. That improves our quality of life. The, good, good. The follow up on that, though, is there was a moment literally before we came out to the podcast where you knew you were going to be on the podcast and your standing desk pieces arrived. And you were like, <laughs> I can just set it up. And Omar was like, no, no, someone will build this for you. And yeah, you're like, you're like know, it's just... really not a problem. Like, no, go. you're supposed to do the podcast in 10 minutes. I, I've noticed a an issue I have a lot is I will complain about things and then I will not follow up with them. And I'm trying to be better. That's my pre-New Year's resolution. So like I've been complaining about the multicam room yeah. for months where I'm like, we should do wire management in both rooms. I'm like, oh, we're going to clean. Like, my goal is to do it this year. We're going to do it. Uh, right now I have no time. Yeah. I've never had time. So I'm just going to have to do it on a weekend or take some time off work to do it. <laughs> Well, I bought I bought a bunch of shit, so you better do it. Yeah, yeah, no, we're waiting yes. on some equipment to come in, but mm -hmm. we're thank you, voice of God, Omar. And you'll have an extra hand in the cold hand of death. That's well, hi, closer and closer to your what shoulder. What the hell are you talking about? Hire a child to help you, like an orphan. No, what? No, they have tiny hands. We just they don't oh, have you no should. You don't have the to big hire brothers, them. You just bring them in. You big brothers and sisters mm -hmm. of America. Okay, you get a little brother. <laughs> That you is can the greatest scam. Management legally, you're not allowed to pay a child under 12 years old for labor because mm -hmm. that would be child labor. But if you don't pay them, it's just a little kid helping out. Yeah, but okay. If, learning. But if they do just some learning, if they do such a bad job that I have to go back and fix their mm -hmm. work, you get a new child. You put the fear of God into them, then they're not going to make that mistake again. You swap them. All right. Well, you got you don't have to, but if you guys have any questions for Lindsay, now's the time to do it because we'll we'll never be able to ask her anything in a public forum time. ever again. No, I mean go ask. Okay, me. I have a question. Okay. Is there some content at Couchop that like you really enjoyed? Like, what was your favorite kind of content to make there? Um, I really enjoyed uh, doing like our live streams towards the end. Mm -hmm. That's just, I, I love live stuff in general, like working on live productions. So that was something I was really excited that they wanted to start doing. Um, 
I loved playing the board games too. That was always a good time because we just sat around, played some board games, and we made stupid characters. Hey, I love that. Love that. Um, but you also do charity live streams. Yeah, I. This is the first year that I didn't do something for Extra Life yet. I still have a month time. and a half. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but usually, I had been flying out to Pittsburgh with like a group of PC gamers to help produce and direct like a whole like. Land live stream event and they mm. would raise money for extra life for all the hospitals everywhere everybody got to pick their own hospital and raise money cool. so it was cool. really fun because it was, it was sort of like i guess what like rt does but it was on a small scale like a small mm -hmm. community scale but it was still really fun to be a are part you, of are you willing to learn our frankenstein setup yeah i want to i want to get i want to like get omar will you mm -hmm. teach Lindsay? i will teach all Mm -hmm. he's funny. I can see he's got a so child in there. Yeah, who's that, who's that, that little kid? Ricky? Is that little Ricky back there? Hey, Ricky! Don't touch the surge protector. <laughs> All right. Well, wait. Hold on. Every when you question. when you work at Funhouse, you each get a child signed to you—a big uh -huh. brother or sister of America. Don't pay them. Yeah. That's child um, labor. Hi, uh, Lindsay. What's like your like? What's your happy place? Like, what do you do that makes you so happy? Oh, what do I do that makes me so happy? Oh gosh! That's an example of that. For What's you? your favorite oh, game? Yeah. <laughs> think of think on the happy oh place one. <laughs> What's my favorite game? You're in a room with I, Hitler I, and Stalin. <laughs> Who do you kill? You only have I, one bullet. I think when I think like because like I associate video games with people and I associate Warcraft with you, but maybe that's not right. Maybe there's maybe a because game. that's that's probably the game I would tweet about the most or something because maybe. it's like the funniest thing to tweet about like to tweet world <laughs> world of warcraft stuff mm -hmm. um but no I, i'm big on like uh you know like different rpgs like the fallout series and skyrim and stuff like that and i played um like a lot of sims casually that's something oh, i'll go yeah. back and play that's what i thought because i was sims saying if fun. we if we college. ever did sims, college or going to college and i said if we ever i was think i was like i think Lindsay's into the sims and if we ever did sim stuff you should be like our Sherpa. Yeah, I love the Sim series. What do you think, Adam? That's <laughs> uncharted territory for us. <laughs> we tried when we started up Funhouse. We did a series with Robaz mm -hmm. where we would share a save file with him. And well, it, it just never it didn't need, do the same numbers. You need to do some hook. homework. It's like yeah. Minecraft, though. Like, you can't just jump in and do it. You need to do homework. So there's, yeah. like, Lindsay's, there's a world where Lindsay goes in, she makes the house, and then you play. And then she has to sit there and watch all you undo yeah. all those things. Yeah. And then the next time we step away from it, she comes back there, and she figures out. There are just certain, like, I love that there are games for everybody mm -hmm. and that so many people can play so many different things. The Sims, I'm glad there's an audience for it. Death Stranding, I'm glad people like it. Mm -hmm. It's not my cup of tea, typically. And when I pick something up like Outer Worlds or something else, where I'm like, ah, fun. Mm -hmm. I get to do things. Like, I am I guess maybe I'm just a, uh, just an old school type old of person. fashioned yeah. cartoon cat. I just, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like that. I like games that react <laughs> when I yeah. play them and they they have good control and there's some sort of art aesthetic that I enjoy and that I feel like I have some sort of impact on the world. The mm. Sims is like, I don't see a goal in the game. About, and that's why it's, yeah. it's very hard for me to get into well, it. What about it Jedi ends. Fallen Order? How do you feel about that? I can't tell you. Tune well, in we're on gonna Friday. Talk about, in, the, in next week's 200, 200. late episode, we're going to talk about a lot of games. Really? Yeah. A lot of games? 200 Name games. Name two that came out this year. Oh, Luigi's Mansion. I forgot about that. Okay. And After Party. Sonic and Mario at the are. Olympics, Tokyo 2020, mm -hmm. and Sekiro. You know it's not getting any end of the year love? We can talk about it next week, though. Katana Zero. Is that a game that came out? This year? It did. I looked it up. It came out in like April or something. I, I had you're to, right, yeah. I, on my drive home yesterday, I was sitting in traffic, and I went, when the game? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, that I, I hit the Google <laughs> Assistant were, thing. Yeah. It's green. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, play Katana Zero. It's a great mm -hmm. game. Um, that is about it for our show. We're running out of time here. Um, I do want to mention we have some new merch in the store, some holiday merch. James refused to wear it, uh, but I wore mine. This is a little, little Christmas house. You mm -hmm. can wear it all year. You can eat that. He's so cute. He's cute. I do love this. Can like, we make gingerbread houses? Listen, I have some great content ideas, guys. We, we can. should gingerbread yeah. houses. Gingerbread houses. Let's we, figure it out. We, one of, I'm going to work it out. I'm going to work it out. <laughs> one of the things that got brought up when we were talking about bringing Lindsay on was like, we're like we should be doing more behind the scenes content. We just never get around to do it mm -hmm. because I think we never really film when we're not, I don't know, we like to enjoy our downtime or whatever, but we're like, Lindsay, film us. We should. Yeah. Film oh. us everywhere. Well, I mean, oh most. Oh, my God. 90% of our day is boring, but like if there was someone who wanted to orchestrate 
a day, a, a day, fun a thing, house, and then we make content out of it. There well, is. Here's the video. What, could we, what would we call fun. this fun house show? Here's the video. We fun all make house. our <laughs> fun house, our unique fun house gingerbread houses to uh, mm-hmm. us, and then I was gonna say Lindsay judges them, but she might want to make her own house. I have a question, but. If you let me I judge them against so, mine. So then we have a judge that judges who makes the best fun house, gingerbread house. I was trying to make a ship word for fun and ginger, but I only came up with finger house, which doesn't really work. <laughs> we could do finger house. Fingered house? Ooh. <laughs> what am I talking One about? thing you'll quickly learn here at Fun House is our favorite thing is to just add house to whatever the other previous descriptor of the idea is, and then that's how a show is made. It is, it is a, look, I think just do fun. I think fun, fun house. Because then you're showing that you're a good time. It's a great. It's 200 a 200 fun house. It's a great IP. I'm just going to throw that there. Uh-huh. Um, Dude Soup House. Dude Soup House. <laughs> We're rebranding the show. That's the new channel. That's the new yeah. channel. Next week, look for episode 200, level 200 mm-hmm. on the YouTube.com slash Dude Soup House <laughs> slash Film House. house. Uh, and the highlights will be called Dude Soup Apartments. There you go. Um, so condos, condos, uh, bringing it all the way back around. Uh, this one especially goes out to the hardcore, the most hardcore of the uh, dude soup listening and viewing uh, community. If you do have any sort of feedback or you do have some constructive criticism, uh, anything uh, that you'd like to tell us, please let us know. Comments below or tweet us if you are just an audio listener and you have no smash way that like. Do not smash anything. Hit the bell so you never I, miss a vid. They keep telling us. I they, <laughs> the, the, the the nice people at YouTube are like you know you should. A lot of people they want to be told. They want to be told to hit like it, and hit the bell, and I'm like, I just can't. It's, it I works. Can't it works it. on me though. It, the thing is, it, it does. I have subscribed to a couple new YouTube channels recently, and I don't do that. But one is Davey, yeah. the bassist, right? Mm-hmm. He has his YouTube channel, and then he'll go slap, <laughs> slap the subscribe button, and I'll go, all right, Davey, whatever you say, it, I'll hit it. I know. It. We should. I know we should do it. I don't want to. I just. I know we're on YouTube, but I don't want to be a YouTuber. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know. I get it. I, the problem I take, is YouTubers are rewarded. A lot, a lot of them are rewarded for that kind of. I take pride in not being in the rewind. Uh-huh. They keep asking me every year. I think they think about it. No, they don't. No, they don't. Could we? Could we be in it and we just blur out your face? <laughs> <laughs> is that okay? <laughs> I, have, I have a funny story, but I can tell you guys later about the rewind. Anyway, I'll tell you later. Oh, that's he's not sharing it with you, audience. No, save it for the. Other show, it's for the 200 episodes. So I've been trying to say, I've been trying to close this podcast out for the last yeah, 20 sorry. minutes. Yeah. Sorry. Funhouse. Anyway, house. so uh, thank you guys. Uh, once again, please leave feedback. And um, if you're not subscribed to the audio feed, make sure you do that. And if you do want to get this in a visual form, mm-hmm. you want to continue going, um, like I said, let us know if our ideas make sense or you have a better idea mm-hmm. and we can make those things work. We, we're constantly, we're, we're, we're trying to make things better. Constantly. It's a whip, a work in progress. And remember to slap that like. <laughs> Whip the like. To uh, laugh reveal yeah. at two two million subscribers. That's that's what I, I want to be. I want the guy who's sort of like half dead in the eyes. Like, let's see if we He's can, funny. Let's see if we can get 10,000 likes on this video, guys. Let's do it. Let's Thanks do for it. watching. Good Thanks for having me. Bye, guys. We'll see you next time. Slap. <laughs>